0: A former client said he became a bully of lies. Mm-hmm. When guys know they've been found out, they go on the attack. Welcome to Coffee with the Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cut. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with the Couple Cure. I'm Jay.
0: I'm Lori. And thanks for joining us. We're still on the topic of trauma, the trauma of betrayal, and today we're going to talk about the other types of betrayals that we've seen, um, even after um, she finds out that he's had a hidden life of um, maybe not having the highest sexual integrity. Today we're going to talk about the betrayal uh, of anger issues or gaslighting or...
1: Minimizing.
0: Minimizing, blame shifting, all that kind of stuff. And in this conversation, we're going to be talking a little bit about like post-war vets and and I don't want to make light of our servicemen and women who have gone to war to protect our freedoms. The stuff they have gone through created the very term PTSD. PTSD. So their sacrifice has also given a lot of other people insight into what's happened to them after trauma. So my hat goes off to y'all. Thank you for your service. I do not mean to make light or equate um, the betrayal of trauma to the trauma that can happen after or in war. Um, So I just want to make that clear up front. And my husband's ex-military, so... He has a lot of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's uh, part of the band of brothers yeah. <laughs> and sisters.
1: <clears throat> so thank you for your service as well. And it, the, the difference for the soldiers is they can leave the combat zone and they can come home and they can be in a safe place. It's just, it takes a while to convince them that they're safe. For people who have been through betrayal trauma, if they decide to stay in the relationship, they're still in an unsafe place because of who they're living with. Yes,
0: uh, And I thought about this, I thought about that very thing that you talked about, and what I thought was it would be similar to what happened to the the Vietnam vets, where they came home and they were bashed and they were blamed, and that you know home wasn't safe anymore. so yes there there's a lot of other things that happen that are worse than the betrayal and again the you know if you saw it as a triangle pointing up the porn and cut that triangle into three sections the porn is the smallest part the hiddenness is another part but where she really starts going insane is the bottom part where she doesn't feel safe with kind of anybody um, which is similar to what I think some post-war vets go through, right. if they're blamed or that sort of thing. And another one difference I thought of was she didn't sign up for this. Right. You know, when you signed up with the military, you knew you could go to war. You right. knew and you were kind of ready for it. Yeah. When she signs up for marriage, typically in the vows is, I will forsake all others. So that's what she's signing up for. She doesn't understand that she's going into war. Like we said, anger issues can be part of the everything else that makes her go a little insane as well. And I just talked to a, not talked to, I just got an email from a former client who's reflecting back on the previous years. And she said, You know, she knew something was up, but every time she brought it up, he would blame her. Mm -hmm. But then when he got caught, you know, when the evidence showed he had been lying, she said he became a bully of lies. And we've seen this with other clients as well. I have, uh, have had another client who said, You know, for the first 26 years, he was a great husband, but once he got found, she's like, why can't he go back to that? And I said, because the cat's out of the bag. Mm -hmm. When guys know they've been found out, they go on the attack because they feel such shame. They feel such... Exposure. Yeah, they think she is thinking the same crappy things about him that he does. Right. And so he goes on the attack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and kind of the problem of shame in this is as much as you try to tell the guy that's not what I really think, he is still stuck in thinking that himself. Mm -hmm. And that makes everything she says land in him in a different way. And he feels like, I can't believe she said that or how dare you say that. And, you know, like we talked about last time, he's, he's triggering on things and lashing out And because he can't, he cannot see himself as the kind of the monster he believes himself to be.
0: Right. And if she thought he was the monster he thought he was, she'd be gone, most likely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, so it's tricky. And and the, the worst part of this is the woman thinks, okay, he's told me we can talk about this. He's told me he wants to make me feel safe. And then he blows up at her. Yeah. And then he blames her. And then he says something awful trying to get her to stop. And now he's made it worse. You know, it's, yes, I'll be a safe place for you. And, oh, by the way, now I'm going to stab you. One
0: more time. One
1: more time while you're sitting here talking to me. And the wound doesn't get healed. The wound has a fresh wound. and. Mm. And, you know, re- <laughs> uh referred to it as a death of a thousand cuts. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've seen this in her, how incredibly painful it is. And I've seen how painful it is for the women that we work with. Just the pain of this consistent pattern from the guy that continues to do more damage instead of healing.
0: Yeah. And that was pro- you know the anger issues in our marriage would come out when I tried talking about it. And again if you listen to the last episode, I wrote, you know, I hope we can talk about it this time. It was one of the first things I wrote after you know, I found out it was any day. And um over the years, over our healing years, at least trying to heal years, I realized the very conversations that were meant to heal actually caused more damage. Mm-hmm. So that was not fun. Right. Anyway, back to you know being still in the war, just like we said, or we said on the last episode that, you know, she's still in the war because there are all these images around, but she also still is in the war because of this volatile situation with him that he promises and then mm-hmm. goes back to not even prior behavior in explosions, but possibly and typically even Worse. bigger explosions is, yeah. is what we've seen. Um Another issue we wanted to cover was gaslighting. And I want to be very clear on what gaslighting is. Gaslighting comes from the, it's a old 1930s film called Gaslight. And it was where um, a man and his uh, husband and wife were living in this house and he started having feelings for the maid. And she started picking up on it. So what he did was he would, she, the wife would leave the room, and he would turn the the gas lights down. And she'd come in and go, "I thought I turned these up already. Wow, you know, did it get darker in here?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" And then she would turn them back up, or he would like, then she would leave, and he'd turn them back up again. It was an intentional. Deception. Deception, intentional actions, an intentional choice to try to get her to doubt what she saw, what she was picking up with her own senses, because then he could get away with an affair. Right. So that's what gaslighting truly is. Gaslighting is an intentional, it's abuse, basically, but it's an intentional um, behavior, an intentional choice to cause a person to not trust their own senses. Um, Now, what we see is a lot of the time there's unintentional gaslighting, where, uh, anyway, that's a whole other topic, but sometimes it can feel like gaslighting. He's trying to make me feel crazy. It's kind of rare that the guy, at least the guys that we work with, are intentionally doing that. So I kind of think sometimes that term is overused yet, whether it's intentional or unintentional, the result is the same. Right. The mm-hmm. result is the same, and she still needs uh, clarity in those moments for her own sanity. She needs to be able to be brought back into, like, I can trust my gut. I can trust what I see and hear mm-hmm. in my own life.
1: Yeah, it it undermines reality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Um, one things, one of the things that I did was I had a tendency to own and deny. I would say, yes, I did this. That was
0: so hard. Oh, my gosh. That was some of the hardest times. And then later through. she
1: would come back and, and ask me the same question again. And I would say, well, no, I didn't really do that. And so now she's like, okay, which one is true? Which one is real? And that's when you're trying to repair when when she's not sure what is going on for me and i'm giving her conflicting answers it leaves her spinning and and that's not an easy place to be when you're trying to heal
0: and that's kind of common i don't know maybe maybe 40 50 percent of our clients but maybe not that high but some guys you know He'll say, okay, this is the truth about me. And she'll say, are you going to take that back soon? And he'll say no. And then in a few days, he's, I wasn't telling the truth then. But, you know, she's already kind of gotten the truth from him. Mm-hmm. It's just he doesn't want to stay there, which, which, just like Jay said, is very damaging. Because it's like, okay, wh- I, you know, I can't, I can't, I still can't trust a word you say.
1: Right, right. So... There's a whole lot about rebuilding trust and, and all of that that we, you know, we've got a video series called The Basics of Rebuilding mm-hmm. Trust for you guys. Um, go find the Basics of Rebuilding Trust. It's a what a two and a half hour series that Lori and I put together mm-hmm. uh, to help you in that process because rebuilding trust is not something that's just going to happen because you quit doing a certain behavior. You've got to be very intentional about rebuilding trust, making her feel safe, because she is still sleeping with the enemy. I mean, until you until you start doing some of these other things, that betrayed spouse is wondering what's going on. I don't have an answer here. Mm-hmm. I can't read his mind to know what's true in him. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So I think we'll wrap this up because the other stuff I have on my list kind of goes into a whole different topic. So I think we'll cut this one here and we'll see you on the next episode.
1: Bye everybody. Bye
0: guys.